You're listening to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. It is Tuesday, November 3rd. I don't think there's anything special today. <laughs> no, not, no, not, not at, all. at all. Nothing. But it is a special week. <laughs> it is a special week. It is a special week. week. <laughs> it is uh, Good Shepherd Lutheran Church in Arnold is KFUO Church of the Week. And we love, love, love. Uh, Good Shepherd Lutheran Church in Arnold, and their pastor there, Pastor Worth, uh, will be joining us this morning here in the Coffee Hour, celebrating their uh, KFUO Church of the Week week, which is, week week is that? Wait, I think I said week too many times. <laughs> Thanks to Concordia University Wisconsin for supporting the Coffee Hour. Find out more about Concordia University Wisconsin at cuw.edu. Live uncommon. Joining us this morning, Pastor Warren Worth. He's pastor of Good Shepherd Lutheran Church in Arnold, Missouri, KFUO's Church of the Week. Pastor Worth, welcome to the Coffee Hour. Thanks. Good to be with you. Good to hear your voice, Pastor Worth, and good to have some time with you. We are so grateful for Good Shepherd Lutheran Church in Arnold, Missouri. This is an annual event for Good Shepherd as uh, partners with KFUO and celebrating uh, being Church of the Week. Is there a particular reason that it's it's usually around this time of year that the Good Shepherd is uh, Church of the Week on KFUO? Well, as a matter of fact, that's true. We've been Church of the Week for many, many years, and we choose this time of year, end of October, beginning of November, because that's the anniversary of the congregation's founding. So Good Shepherd Lutheran Church celebrated 50 years a year ago, so now it's the 51st year. We didn't have a big uh, celebration this year the way we did a year ago, but... uh, we celebrate all the time the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, and that's why we're so happy to partner with KFUO Radio, because it's all about Jesus. It's all about proclaiming Jesus, who is the Good Shepherd, who promises us eternal life, who laid down his life for the sheep and took it up again in victory when he rose from the grave. And that's what Good Shepherd Arnold is all about, proclaiming Jesus Christ, the Good Shepherd, our Savior and Lord. And that's also what KFUO Radio was all about with its uh, worldwide ministry of bringing that message of Jesus, the Good Shepherd, our crucified and risen Savior, so that all people everywhere can hear that good news and by the power of the Holy Spirit, believe in Jesus as their Savior and rejoice in that wonderful gift of eternal life. Absolutely. And we are so uh, blessed uh, to be able to do that work and to have partners like you to, uh, to, to come along with us on, on that and to be able to, to, uh, to share the good news of, of Christ crucified for all of our listeners. Uh, we, we're joking a little bit today that, that nothing really exciting is going on, but it is Election Day in the U.S. And do you have words of comfort uh, for us, uh, bringing us words of comfort from, from the scriptures for us on this day? Absolutely. You know, a lot of people are feeling a high level of anxiety right now, worried about the election, worried about the direction the country may go if the election doesn't go the way they feel it should. Um, I confess that I myself deal with uh, fields of anxiety, but uh, we heard just before the show came on this morning, Ken Ham from Answers in Genesis reminding us that Jesus Christ is Lord. And that's good to remind us that Jesus is Lord 
all the time, and yesterday, today, and forever, Jesus Christ is the same. And that doesn't change, no matter who's in office, uh, whether you live in the greatest country in the world with the freedoms that we enjoy, or if you're living in some place under a dictatorship. Jesus is still Lord, and those who trust in him will not be disappointed. Uh, Likewise, Ken Ham reminded us that um, heaven is our home, right? So we're we're pilgrims here on earth, uh, pilgrims and strangers, so we want to use the time while we're in this world uh, to proclaim the gospel, to lead people to know Jesus Christ as their Savior and Lord. And yes, as as Christian citizens, we want to be well-informed on issues. We want to... Uh, lovingly try to persuade people to the right way uh, as we understand it, and certainly then to use our rights as citizens to vote and participate in our government. That's a wonderful thing. But when it comes to anxiety, we go back to God's own word, Philippians chapter 4, where Paul says, Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. Let your reasonableness be known to everyone. The Lord is at hand. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Isn't that wonderful? I mean, what a a wonderful passage of Scripture we can turn to again and again and realize that instead of being anxious and worrying, we can come to the Lord in prayer and trust that he will hear us for Jesus' sake and do what is truly best for us. And he knows what's best for us. We don't always know what's best, but he does. And he will unfailingly uh, give us what is best for us and make all things work together for our good, even as we trust in him. Nothing in all creation can separate us from the love love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. And that's what we want to remind everyone about today. So if you're having anxiety about the election in the U.S. today, there's a different election that we can think about uh, and focus our attention on that is is far more uh, important than uh, than the election happening in the United States. And, You're talking about the election of grace, and that's wonderful. Yes, from all eternity, God knew you, God chose you in Christ for salvation. And for those of you who are listening, those of you who already know and believe in Jesus as your Savior, you rejoice in that. Find comfort that God chose you, elected you in love, in grace, in mercy, to be his very own child. He saved you in the fullness of time by sending Jesus, born of the Virgin Mary, who died and rose again for our salvation, ascended into heaven, and is even right now preparing a place for us who will come again to bring us to himself. And we heard this this past Sunday. What a wonderful celebration, All Saints Day. Mm-hmm. The wonderful lessons we have right there, and how we're reminded that we are already children of God, and we look forward to when we will see Jesus face to face and be like him. And that wonderful passage from Revelation, where you see this great multitude that no one could count from every nation and tribe and people and tongue, gathered around the throne, around the Lamb, singing his praises with white robes and palm branches in their hands. And that's all because our robes have been made white in the blood of the Lamb. And he's brought us out of the great tribulation and that great day, and we will be with him. Uh, He will be our shepherd. He will lead us to springs of living water and will wipe away every tear from our eyes. That's the result of the election that really matters, the election of God's grace in Christ. 
Lord, tis not that I did choose thee, uh, but he chose us. And that, that's, that's good news. I was uh, reflecting on the, the word this morning as well, in, in addition to the great text that you just referenced from this Sunday, also Second Thessalonians chapter 2, 13, but we are always obligated to thank God for you, brothers, loved by the Lord, because God chose you from the beginning for salvation by the sanctifying work of the spirit and faith in the truth. God chose you. That, that, I, I can't imagine not having that, that comfort and that hope that, that we have, especially that great image that we have in baptism to remember that, that God chose you. We get to continue. We're in the middle of an adoption series here on the coffee hour. We'll continue that tomorrow. And, just the the what we see in the the gift of adoption that that several families so many families have chosen that's exactly what happens in baptism too and it's just so beautiful to remember that that election that God chose you uh, in the the gift of baptism and made you a part of his family it's far more comforting than the anxieties that, that we we face in this world but if you're concerned that that maybe your party isn't being elected this year you can, uh, you can, uh, what's the word? Uh, commiserate with me. My party hasn't been elected in many years because I'm a member of the pizza party and we just never get elected. So <laughs> we never win the election. All right. So enough, enough talk about election, um, about, well, at least about the, the U S election. God, a great point pastor that, that certainly God, uh, is is in control and it, whatever happens in this country that he still loves us and still provides for us and provides all that we need. Speaking of providing, how has the Lord provided for Good Shepherd Lutheran Church through these, what, last eight, nine months that have presented some challenges with um, stay-at-home orders and things like that that, uh, that have made it uh, challenging to for the saints to gather together around God's Word? How has the Lord provided for uh, faithful word and sacrament ministry that I know Good Shepherd Lutheran Church is so focused on? Well, God is faithful, and God is gracious, and He has sustained us through these challenging times, but they are definitely challenging, anxiety-producing, stressful in many, many ways. Um, Like everybody else, for about eight weeks, we were not able to have in-person worship services from the middle of March till the middle of May, and so we had to scramble to provide uh, God's gifts through the Word via online method. Uh, we, we're not able to uh, live stream. I'm not that technologically savvy, and we're a small church. But what we did is we would pre-record the service and then um, post it that way so people were able to follow along, and we posted the order of service and all of that. So that's what we did for those eight weeks, and we're not able to celebrate the sacrament, which was a uh, true hardship. You really miss the Supper of our Lord when you're not able to receive it. And then we rejoice that beginning in the middle of May, around Mother's Day, we began having in-person worship services again, which we have had without, uh, without hindrance since that time. Now, because of the need to social distance, we have two services instead of one service on a Sunday morning, as well as opportunities during the week for those who are not comfortable coming on Sunday morning. They can come and receive communion uh, privately or in small groups. Um, 
And in the church service, of course, we have to use a pew, skip two pews, use a pew, skip two pews, and have people Mm -hmm. social distance and go through all the sanitizing and all of that kind of stuff. But still, we are able to have word and sacrament. We have the full liturgy. We do sing. I know that some places they discourage people from singing, but we mm-hmm. we sing the hymns, and thanks be to God for that. Um, and and so far, by the grace of God, nobody has fallen ill, even though we're an older congregation in many ways, but um, so far our people have been healthy. Now, uh, in the congregation, one or two people have contracted COVID, and for them it was not severe. Their symptoms were not severe, and they recovered completely. They did not get it here at church. They got it elsewhere, and as soon as they became aware of that, they quarantined, which, you know, I think that's very thoughtful for people to follow those uh, stipulations to protect others. And so that's pretty much the case here that people, you know, I'll say this person will tell me, oh, my son-in-law just contracted COVID or my brother-in-law got uh, COVID or tested positive. And so, you know, we include those people in our prayers and pray that the Lord will bring them safely through. And again, we try to counteract the the paranoia and the excessive fear. I think we want to be sensible about this. We don't want to be cavalier because it is a dangerous uh, disease or can be. Uh, but we also trust God. And we so we, in love, we accommodate one another. And God has taken care of us. So we still have God's word in the sacrament. Our attendance numbers are down, as they are for everybody, uh, somewhat. But they're coming back up, and, and more and more people have been coming, and we're, we're pleased with that. Um, we try to find ways to minister to those who are not yet ready to come back to worship. And financially, too, I mean, with everyone else, our offerings are down somewhat. But we're doing okay. We're, we're a lot better off than, than I know some people might be. So we are very, very grateful that God has been faithful. And I thank our faithful people who have been uh, supporting the ministry at Good Shepherd and many of them coming to worship and others supporting, even if they're not able to come to worship, they're financially supporting it and looking for other ways to be fed God's word using our online presence. And and KFUO, KFUO has been a wonderful thing. More and more people are telling me that that KFUO has been such a blessing because they can hear so much religious broadcasting, uh, programming, Bible studies, the Sunday morning worship services, uh, and on and on. So uh, that's been a very bl- important part of helping to sustain people through this pandemic. Well, thanks be to God that, uh, that there are so many resources to help carry on the the proclamation of the gospel at Good Shepherd Lutheran Church in Arnold, Missouri, and uh, so glad that that KFU has been a part of that to to help tell that that good news of Jesus, that to comfort souls with that that truth, that word of God. We have more to talk about with Pastor Worth. If you haven't noticed, Pastor Worth is on. Maybe you've caught it in the afternoons. He is on once a week on Midday Moments with Gary Duncan mm-hmm. here on KFUO, a moment in creation. And uh, so we'll share a little bit more about creation coming up in just a moment. You're listening to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth.
This has been quite a year, a lot of uncertainty. But there is one thing you can count on if you're a member of the Concordia Plans. Your benefits through the Concordia Plans are always with you to help keep you physically, emotionally, and financially healthy. Protect yourself and your family by signing up for your health care benefits, along with additional insurance and saving for retirement. Choose your 2021 benefits November 2nd through the 20th at concordiaplans.org slash myaccount. All across the nation, we are here for our communities. We're doing our part to get supplies where it's needed in order to fight COVID-19 together. It feels good to be out there to assist our community. I would like our friends and family to know that your National Guardsmen are always ready and always there. Visit NationalGuard.com to find out more. Sponsored by the Missouri Army National Guard. Aired by the Missouri Broadcasters Association and this station. Welcome back to the Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. We're talking with Pastor Worth of Good Shepherd Lutheran Church in Arnold, Missouri, KFUO's Church of the Week, giving thanks to God for all that he has provided for Good Shepherd Lutheran Church in, over the last 51 years, proclaiming that good news of Jesus, caring for souls. And uh, during these, these days where many families might find, especially families with children at home, um, doing at-home learning or virtual learning might provide an opportunity for um, more parent and child interaction and, and parents being able to teach their children more, having more intentional time together to teach. And I thought this would be a good time for us to ask our uh, our regular creation expert. Uh, he's been our, our resident uh, creation expert for a long time, for many years here on KFUO. Ask Pastor Worth for some insights, some resources and tips for those parents who uh, might find themselves with some quality time with their children at home, more opportunities to teach one-on-one. Pastor, what do you think? Is this a good opportunity for parents to uh, to have some teachable moments on creation? It certainly is. It's challenging, though. We'll, first of all, express our uh, understanding that for many people, this is something that they were not planning mm, on. Right. <laughs> many people, um, they're thrust into a position that they were not prepared for, they're uncomfortable with, but they're trying to make the best of a bad situation. Sometimes it's the parents, sometimes it's grandparents. You know, I've had grandparents come to me, and they're the ones that are doing a lot of the home, at-home learning because both parents are working. Some of them are working at home, but they're they're occupied on their computers and telephones, and, and it's just really hard to fill in there and to help the children, guide the children in the right way. And uh, in the matter of science and the science of origins and so forth, it's important for us as Christian parents and grandparents to realize that this is an opportunity. God uh, can use this uncomfortable situation for his glory, as we see the opportunity here to be involved with our children, with our grandchildren, to guide their learning, to encourage them, to pray with them. And even if they're not in a Christian school, and probably 90-plus percent of our Christian families send their children to public school, this is an opportunity to bring the gospel and God's Word, the Bible, to play uh, with these children in a way that wouldn't have been possible if just during the school day when they're in public school. And that particularly has to do with, with the matter of uh, 
teaching science and so forth, and the matter of creation. So I think as a parent or grandparent is involved, you want to read what the children are reading, know what their their um, materials are, and help them to think through uh, both logically and theologically what's going on there. Because uh, otherwise, somebody might just accept at face value everything that is said in a textbook that may not be true. People will be making assertions about millions and billions of years of Earth history and uh, evolution and stuff like this, and they state that uh, dogmatically. Uh, really, evolution is sort of a religion, really, more than, than science. And one can lovingly tell them, you know, you want to learn what your teacher is asking you to learn here. Know what they say. Be able to say back to them what, what you're learning to show that you're not a dummy. You understand this. But that doesn't mean you have to believe what is wrong. And then uh, parents and grandparents who are involved here, using good resources, can help show the students the truth on these matters. First of all, you know, we as Christians believe what God says. He is the creator. He ought to know what happened. He was there in the beginning. He did it. And so we take his word as our primary resource. What God says in his word, we know that is the truth. But God has also given us our reason and all our senses and still preserves them. And we use our reason and our senses when we explore the world that he made. And everywhere that you look honestly, using your reason and your senses, you'll see that uh, what God says in his word uh, is reflected in the world that he made as well. There's evidence of the great flood of Noah's day with layer upon layer upon layer of a rock that was formed by waterborne sediment with millions and billions of dead things <laughs> that got washed there. And again, God's word, uh, when it tells us about the flood of Noah's day, really provides the best explanation for what we actually see when we look at those things. Likewise, when we look at the world of living things today, and we see all the diversity and wonder of, of all living things, once again, that points to the wisdom and goodness and power of our mighty God and all the things that he made. It gives testimony to him. And there are wonderful resources that we'd like to uh, direct our listeners to. Uh, at the beginning of the hour, uh, you had that little thing from Answers in Genesis and Ken Ham. I highly recommend Ken Ham and Answers in Genesis to our listeners, www.answersingenesis.org. They're the ones with the Creation Museum. They're the ones with the life-size Noah's Ark there in Kentucky. They have, so it's great if you can go to that those two museums. It's wonderful. Take your family. It's great to see. But besides that, they have an online presence at answersingenesis.org. Org. They have all kinds of materials available. They have uh, Answers TV with lots of programming that's available, uh, DVDs, speakers, books. Very, very, very helpful. Now, I'll tell people, Lutheran people, if you're using non-Lutheran resources, you have to have your Lutheran filters up and realize that once in a while you're going to find something that it's like, wait a minute, that's not how, how we say it or how we would teach something, and that that's true. You need to be on guard of that with all other Christian materials that we receive from other resources. But I think they're very reliable. I think you'll find answers in Genesis, particularly on the matter of creation versus evolution, to be a very reliable resource. And speaking of Lutheran resources, Concordia Publishing House has wonderful resources, too. And during this pandemic, they've provided a lot of things free of charge or at low cost to people. There are books there 
at Concordia Publishing House. You can find them at www.cph.org. And they have lots of things, too. One little book that I think is very, very helpful. It's not a very big book, but it packs a lot in there. By Dr. Joel Heck. It's called In the Beginning God, dot, dot, dot. And it's a little book. It does a wonderful job of helping people to understand what God actually says in Genesis and what that means for us, what we believe, teach, and confess about creation. And then in the last part of the book, he does have a, a brief chapter about the scientific evidences that uh, corroborate and confirm and agree with what the Bible already teaches us about creation, and I think that's helpful, too. It's a good introduction and a good basic thing to learn what the Bible teaches about the six days of creation, God creating all things out of nothing by his mighty word, um, how wonderful that is. And, and again, it's from a Lutheran perspective, it's going to always connect you back to the gospel. And I think Answers in Genesis does a pretty good job, too, of always bringing it back to Jesus, bringing it back to it's all about our salvation in Christ. That's what you're ultimately wanting people to to, uh, to realize. It's God who created us as the God who redeemed us, and we want to spend eternity with him by, by God's grace through faith in Jesus, our Savior. Uh, and then, of course, on KFUO Radio, you get uh, creation uh, from time to time. Again, on Tuesdays, Gary Duncan and I have a little short uh, devotional conversation that has about creation that comes on today. It's Tuesday about what, between 12.30 and 1 in that time frame, so between 12.30 and 1 o'clock today. Listen for that. Um, and there are other resources available, too. Uh, in the state of Missouri, Missouri Association for Creation, their web address is www.mocreation.org. That's M-O-C-R-E-A-T-I-O-N.org. They've got a lot of resources. Again, many things available to help specifically help homeschoolers or those who are teaching their children at home part-time during the pandemic. Um, <clears throat> there are some books available from uh, an author, Dr. Carl Werner, who's a physician in the St. Louis area. Uh, we've interviewed him various times when I've been on KFUO before. Really good stuff. His place is called thegrandexperiment.com, and, and he's got materials there as well, as well as creation.com. Lots of good resources. Pastor Warren Worth, Good Shepherd Lutheran Church, Arnold, Missouri, our KFUO Church of the Week. We're so grateful for your partnership and your support. And you can catch him on Midday Moments with Gary in the afternoons here on KFUO on Tuesdays. Thank you so much, Pastor Worth, for your partnership and for being our guest on the Coffee Hour today. My pleasure. You've been listening to the Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. The Coffee Hour with Andy and Sarah is a production of KFUO. To support the Coffee Hour and KFUO Radio, visit KFUO.org. You can also text KFUO to 41444 or send an email to gifts at KFUO.org. And you can call us at 800-844-0524. KFUO, Christ for you, anytime, anywhere.